When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Here they come on third and five. Wilson, boy, somehow escapes. He's going to run for it. Plenty of green grass. Wilson stays in bounds. He's still going. And he's in. Touchdown. Zach Wilson pulling a magic trick. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore. The 20. The 10. The 5. Touchdown. Two minutes. That was Sauce Gardner coming in hot. Garrett Wilson, here he goes. Goodbye and hello, Enzo. And Dyke swarmed, swallowed, and sacked. Guess who? You only got one guess, Jermaine Johnson. Here's Brees Hall looking for history. Hall with his 24th straight game with a rushing touchdown into the NCAA record books. Listen. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it's time for the Jets Bears post game report. The Jets trash the Bears. Final score 31 to 10. And to talk about it, our friend who covers the Jets for NJ.com, Mr. Andy Vasquez. Andy, this was gross outside. The weather was not fun, but the game itself was. Yeah, despite all the rain, the Jets managed to get more than two yards of offense in, in both halves. So uh, that was exciting and a change of pace to watch. And uh, yeah, the Jets did exactly what they needed to do today in terms of not just winning, but winning convincingly and, and showing everybody that they're still a good football team and a team that, uh, you know, is, is in the playoff hunt for legit reasons. Obviously the challenge is about to get a lot tougher. I think you know, the bears were obviously shorthanded on both sides of the ball this afternoon, but um Look, the Jets did what they were supposed to do. Mike White looked like what you would hope he would look like, a, a real quarterback. And um, now we're going to see what's up against Minnesota and Buffalo on the road. But but um, a good day for the Jets and a much-needed good day for the offense. 
Andy, I want to get into the specifics in a second, but first, it just seemed like there was a different energy with the team from the second they came out until the end of the game with Mike White behind center. And from the first drive where they scored their first opening drive touchdown all season, which is remarkable. It's crazy to think that a team that is now 7-4 and four and in the playoffs, if the season were to end today, hadn't scored an opening drive touchdown all season until today. But it just felt like there was something different from the beginning of this game. Yeah, I think they were one of two teams in the NFL who didn't have an opening drive touchdown. Uh, and Mike White looked great right from the start. I think he started 6 of 7 for 69 yards and an 8-yard touchdown pass to Garrett. And we'll talk more about later. Uh, played a huge role today. Uh, and, I, and I think, you know, we talked about it last week. We talked about it before we, we started the podcast today. I think the offense was just looking for a quarterback who was going to make the simple throws, he was just going to make them. And, and I think I don't think you can overstate how deflating it is to an offense when there are opportunities out there. And, and I'm not even talking about the opportunities that maybe weren't seen, but the opportunities out there that were seen and were tried to, to, you know, to be executed and just didn't happen. I mean, that happened way too much, not just in the, in the Patriots game, but, but in the Broncos game and, uh, the first Patriots game, and, and not so much in that Bills game, but in, in just about every other game Zach Wilson has played this this year, except for maybe Pittsburgh, he's missed easy throws, and, and I think he was missing them in practice. Um, and I think that'll wear in a big way on an offense. Uh, and I think that's why you saw all that frustration last week in the locker room, and um, and I think that's why you saw a team that was energized and excited, especially the way the Jets started with those, with that perfect start for Mike White. Um, it, it kind of hammered home the point of what had been missing in previous weeks. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Andy, it's funny because all the things that Zach Wilson wasn't, that's what we saw from Mike White today. We know that Zach Wilson has this ability to dazzle. He can make throws that very few quarterbacks can make. He has special arm talent, all that. But what Mike White was doing was the very basic stuff. Like you said, the short throws, they were crisp. He wasn't crumbling under pressure. He was able to hit the easy throws, the stuff that Zach Wilson has struggled with for the most part. He had confidence that you hadn't seen in Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson a lot of times looked flustered, would run around and then desperately try to get rid of the ball. You didn't see that with Mike White today. Now, what you do see with Mike White a lot is that sometimes he has what a lot of people would call irrational confidence. I think the first person I heard use that term was Bill Simmons. But it's when a guy thinks that he's much better than he is, so he takes chances that he probably shouldn't take. And we saw that a couple of times with Mike White. You're going to get that a few times a game. There were a couple of passes he threw into very tight windows. A couple of them could have very easily been intercepted. In fact, the big play to Garrett Wilson, who we'll talk about in more depth later on, that 54-yard touchdown very easily could have been picked off. It was a very dangerous throw. Eddie Jackson jumped up and damn near intercepted it. Instead, Garrett Wilson was able to grab a ball that was behind him, make an incredible move, and run to the end zone for 54 four-yard touchdown but what you got from Mike White today was a guy who competently ran the offense yes you are going to get some of those irrational confidence throws and yes he is limited in what he can do he's not a guy that's going to be making dazzling downfield throws the way that Zach Wilson is capable of doing from time to time but as far as the short intermediate passing game very accurate very composed very confident And he's in command of the offense. And you saw from the receivers, from the running backs, you saw everybody. It just all seemed to click today. Now, as you said, going forward, we'll see if that remains the case because this was a very bad Bears team with a very bad defense. Their best player, who I just talked about, Eddie Jackson, the best player that they have left anyway, he left the game at a certain point with an injury, which made it even worse. And so it's only going to get harder going forward. But for today, Mike White, 22 of 28, 315 yards, three touchdowns, even beyond the box score, gave the Jets exactly what they needed. We've been saying for a while, if they had even competent quarterback play, a guy that could just lead the offense and be able to make the easy throws and operate the offense in the way that Mike LaFleur wanted it operated, then the Jets were going to be a problem for any team. And certainly, that's what we saw today. And there were other aspects of this too. The running game responded as well, including a big surprise in the backfield, but we'll get to that later. First though, Andy, Mike White, everything you could have asked for today. Yeah, and I think a lot of it was um, just having confidence that Zach Wilson hasn't shown in, in his first read. And, and just knowing when to go to it, when not to go to it. Um, you know, I think Zach gets hung up. It's not that he can't read the field, but he gets hung up so often on that first read, getting caught up and making that decision that by the time he starts progressing, it's too late. And, and obviously that means he can't really read the field properly because 
uh, if you can't get past that first read and, and make a decision quickly, what, what, what are we doing here as a quarterback? So I think that is the biggest in terms of that confidence and the, and the biggest kind of tangible difference you can see on the field. That is where it was at when the, when it was there or wasn't there on the first play, Mike white got, got to it or moved on quickly. And that's, you know, and there's, it just, again, don't want to go back to Zach Wilson on everything, but it is an indictment of just kind of where he is. And I'm sure Zach Wilson would have had a much better game had he gotten the opportunity to play against the bears. Um, than he had the last time he played against a, a Patriots defense that is obviously good. Um, but, but obviously the Patriots defense isn't that good. It's not like, you know, they completely shut down Minnesota. I mean, they shouldn't, Robert Sala said it best in the middle of this week when he was explaining why he was looking at everything on the offense. He, he said that game against New England wasn't NFL football and, and it wasn't. And, and again, like we talked about the bears defense is not a great representation of what the Jets will be facing moving forward, but it, it shows it's, first of all, it's important for them to have some success. I mean, this was a very good day for the offense and, and they needed it just from an emotional and mental standpoint with, with the frustration that you saw uh, in recent weeks. Um, and, you know, Jackson, I think went, he actually got hurt on that Garrett Wilson 54 yard touchdown. Mm-hmm. So that was it for him. Mm-hmm. So they played, you know, you know, a lot of the third quarter, and most, you know, the final seven minutes of the first half without their best defender on the field. So let's not get crazy. I think it's going to be harder for Mike White on the road mm-hmm. against the Vikings. And he hasn't really had any experience on the road because this was uh, his one, two, third start, his fourth start of his career. And, and you know, three of them were at home or two of them were at home. And the third one was today at home. And the other one was in against the Colts where he was on the field for um, – you know, about 15 plays. So there's still a lot of question marks here. I don't want everybody to be like this problem solved. Everything's good. The Jets quarterback situation isn't great, but this was good. This was a good step in the right direction. It was exactly what the Jets needed, exactly what they needed to be. Um, He looked a lot like Zach Wilson looked like in the fourth quarter against Pittsburgh, a better defense, obviously, but nothing crazy, nothing spectacular. Yes. Some of those throws were risky and, and very good throws, but more, more important than anything else kind of what Garrett Wilson talked about in the locker room last week he was putting the ball out there in in tough spots for his receivers and letting giving them a chance to make a play um and Zach Wilson was not doing that enough let's talk about the rest of this game Andy we'll go through bit by bit the receivers Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore really having a nice day today I did hear, and you can get into this in more detail later, that in the locker room, the players were messing with Elijah Moore, saying welcome back, because this was the first game where he's really made an impact since Zach Wilson came back. Two catches, 64 yards, and a touchdown. Garrett Wilson was tough all day. Five catches, 95 yards, two touchdowns, including that 54-yard catch we talked about. It wasn't a great throw by Mike White. Eddie Jackson almost picked it off. Garrett Wilson had to get it behind him, but then once he did, he made a nasty move and was able to get all the way to the end zone. If you heard Mike Davis on the show, who of course is Garrett Wilson's mentor and longtime coach, you heard him talk about how a big part of the reason that Garrett 
Garrett Wilson is able to be so elusive once he has the ball in his hands is because of his basketball background. Remember, Garrett Wilson had multiple Division I basketball offers in addition to football, decided to pursue football because he felt that at his size, six foot and about 180 to 190 pounds, he had a better chance to make it as a pro in football than basketball. I'd say he was probably right about that, and he's already making a big impact for the Jets. Tyler Conklin made some nice plays too, three catches for 50 yards. And how about the running game, Andy? This was a big surprise. Zonovan Bam Knight ends up getting activated over James Robinson at the last second. Nobody saw that coming. And yet Bam Knight comes in here and puts on a show. And Michael Carter got hurt early in the game. So Bam Knight ended up getting the bulk of the touches from the running back position. 14 carries, 69 yards for an average of 4.9 yards per carry. And he also had three catches for 34 yards. So he was not only the leading rusher, but he had over 100 yards from scrimmage. That is fantastic for an undrafted rookie in his very first NFL game. You want to talk about the defense, Andy? They had their troubles at the beginning. We saw Sauce Gardner get penalized on a down-the-field defensive pass interference call. Now, it was debatable because it looked like Chase Claypool might have pushed off. However, there, of course, was another play where it looked like Sauce might have gotten away with one. So either way, they had their troubles early on. DJ Reed had good coverage in the end zone, but still wasn't able to break up a touchdown pass. That was one of those. He had perfect coverage, but just wasn't able to defend an indefensible play. So the Bears at one point in the second quarter were up 10-7, and then the defense really buckled down, and down the stretch, they were giving the Bears nothing. Trevor Simeon started off hot. He was using the middle of the field. He was dumping off to running backs, but then the Jets' defense really clamped down. We saw a big interception late in the game from C.J. Mosley, who had a very bad play early in the game where he went to tackle David Montgomery and just completely whiffed, and Montgomery broke free for a long run. So it was nice to see him bounce back there. Bryce Huff had another sack today. He's shown himself to be a really solid rotational edge piece. On that particular play, he didn't beat anybody. It was just broken coverage. Nobody blocked him, but still he got right to the quarterback and caused the problem. And then, of course, there was one play where Nathan Shepard and John Franklin Myers just busted through and nailed Trevor Simeon. And so the first half, Simeon had his fair share of success. The second half, he was pretty much shut out. And how about Greg the Leg Zerline? He did miss a kick late in the game, but he hit a huge 57-yarder in this pouring rain. It looked like it would have been good from 70, 75 yards. There's a reason they call him Greg the Leg. Tough game for Braden Mann. He had a botched hold that ended up resulting in a missed opportunity where they were hoping to cash in on a field goal. But he did have a really nice punt late in the game, got it all the way down inside the Bears 5. So that helped make up for it, certainly, although I'm sure that Brant Boyer was very, very upset at the botched hold on the field goal attempt. So Andy, overall, nice performance by the Jets. Like I said, defense got off to a slow start, but then really clamped down. And this was the most alive the offense has looked in a really long time. You could make the case that top to bottom, this is the best the offense has looked all season. Well, I think it's unquestionably the best the offense has looked all season. And um, yeah, I, I think it's a big deal that Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore both got involved today. Elijah Moore had not caught a touchdown pass since December 5th of last year. That's nine games between now and his last touchdown pass. So for him to get involved, it just shows that a, he can be a key part of this thing moving forward. Um, like despite everything that happened, he played a huge role today and, and it 
it can work. And, and I think that is meaningful, extremely meaningful. Uh, and that they're going to use him. I mean, the way they deployed the receivers today, the receivers are healthy basically for the first time in a while. Mims was the the kind of the fourth or fifth receiver. Um, but he got in there. I think he had at least one catch. Um, and then obviously Garrett Wilson was the number one. And then kind of, I guess, Corey Davis would be your two and Elijah Moore would be kind of the slot guy. So I think that's what it's going to look like going forward. I think you'll see Elijah Moore get more opportunities. And uh, it was just... It it shows that, you know, I don't, I don't think he's going to get traded, and I think he's going to end up playing a key role for this team moving forward. So that was a big – and Garrett Wilson, that, those were his first two touchdown catches since week two when he had two against the Browns. So now he has four this season, all from quarterbacks not named Zach Wilson. And, again, it goes to what I said earlier about just putting the, the ball out there for the receivers to make plays. That was the thing today, and and – they made the plays. Um, let's see what it looks like against a better defense. But it's it, this can't be a bad thing for for those guys and, and for the offense and for Mike Lafleur and, and all of that. With the defense, yeah, they they struggled a little bit early, especially in coverage in the middle of the field. CJ Mosley got burned pretty hard on on one play, um, and, and there were several there. But at one point in the in the third quarter, the Jets had forced four straight three and outs, um, not including a kneel down at the end of the first half by the bears. Um, and, and you just got the sense that the Chicago wasn't going to score again. And, and that's the way it played out. Uh, after Garrett Wilson scored that touchdown with about six minutes left in the, in the second quarter, um, the jets went up 14 to 10 they, and they never trailed again. And the bears didn't score again. So um, yeah, the defense did what you'd expect um, for, for a while there, it looked a little touch and go and, and like, Oh, this could be a, a tough day for the defense, but no, they didn't allow that to happen. Um, they look like the defense you would expect them to look like. And yeah, the, 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 the struggles on special teams, um, especially for Braden Mann, it's, it's starting to get to the point here. It's like, is there's there doesn't seem like, it seems like more often than not, Braden Mann is making a, a big mistake. So, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, that would not be encouraging to me, but yeah, he bounced back. He punted well today. That's obviously his, his main job, but you, you need a guy to catch a hold no matter what. And that, there was nothing wrong with that snap. Um, it was right there for him. And, and with Zerline, yeah, that 57-yarder ties the longest field goal in Jets history, um, which Zerline set back in week two against the Browns and, and Chandler Catanzaro, also in Cleveland in 2017, kicked one of 57 yards. And it's the longest uh, home field goal the Jets have ever had. So, um that's pretty interesting considering the conditions today. And like you said, that kick was uh, very much good. Um, if they had backed him up 10 yards, it, it could have been much longer. So uh, obviously it wasn't a super cold day at MetLife. It was in the fifties, but it was rainy. It was challenging out there. And, and it speaks a lot about Zerline and the Jets operation. Cause I think that came after the, the missed kick that they were able to, uh, to, to execute on that. So some some definite positives there. Some definite room for improvement uh, on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, the Bam Knight thing was also interesting um, because yeah, obviously the Jets traded for um, Robinson to be a, a key part of this offense, and and he was a healthy scratch. Robert Sala admitted that after the game. Just they wanted to get Bam in there, and I don't. He didn't say that there was anything going on with with uh, Robinson's knee, even though I know there has been previously. But um, the Jets run game was kind of non-existent in the first half, but they really showed in the second half 
Uh, it was a key part of putting this game away after they got up by 21. They ran it at will, and, and Bam Knight played a, a, a huge role in that. And he also had a, a Scarface sweater on in the locker room after. So an all-around very good day for Bam Knight. Andy, Bam Knight's day came partially at the expense of Michael Carter, who left the game. And I wanted to ask you about what's going on with the injuries. Michael Carter's a player that I thought was going to have a really good day. In fact, I thought for sure he was going to be a player you would definitely want to take as one of your player projection picks over on the Daily Fantasy matchup at prizepicks.com. I thought you'd ride him all the way. I wasn't sure about the wide receivers. I didn't know if Garrett Wilson was going to be able to put together a big day with that short passing game by Mike White. I thought it would favor Michael Carter for sure, though. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. But fortunately, the Jets did win. So even though I didn't win over at prizepicks.com, the Jets got a big victory. But hopefully, you didn't listen to me and you took Garrett Wilson and you took Elijah Moore and you didn't take Michael Carter because if you did that you could have won up to 25 times the amount of money you put in because that's what happens when you pick two to six players over at prizepicks.com and they do better or worse than their prize picks player projections based on whether you pick them to do better or worse you don't play against anybody else just against the prize picks player projections you could do football basketball baseball hockey anything you want it's all there prizepicks.com or the prize picks app just enter the promo code PLAJ when you make your first deposit and they'll match you up to 100 bucks. If you put in 100 bucks, they'll match you 100 bucks. You put in 50 bucks, they'll match you 50 bucks. Just go to prizepicks.com or the prizepicks app, put in the promo code PLAJ and they will match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. So Andy, Michael Carter, we know he got hurt in this game. What do we know about him and any other injury issues going on around the Jets? Yeah, Carter left. I think it was early in the third quarter and did not return. Sala said it's some sort of an ankle sprain, but they're not sure what kind. So, um, you know, obviously if it's not a severe ankle sprain, he could be back as soon as next week. If it's a high ankle sprain, might be looking at a month. We'll have to just kind of uh, see. Obviously the Jets have some depth at running back with James Robinson being a healthy scratch today. Um, Also, Chaz Surratt, the linebacker, um, who was activated, I think, from the practice squad on Saturday. He left with a hamstring injury and did not return. Um, Ashton Davis left with a hamstring injury and did not return. And Cedric Abuhi, who's been starting at, at right tackle uh, for the past few games, left early in the game with a groin injury and did not return. Max Mitchell uh, slid over to right tackle in his first game back after missing six games with a knee injury. And I guess he played like 90% or maybe more of the snaps at right tackle. So um, I would, I would be surprised if he's not um, the starter moving forward after playing most of today and obviously proving that he's, uh, you know, ready and healthy enough to play. So yeah, that, that, that's it from the injury standpoint. The big one was Michael Carter. Everybody else is kind of, uh, you know, replaceable or, or, um, or not a starter. Andy, I saw a really funny quote from Elijah Moore during the post-game presser. What did he have to say? What did we hear from Robert Sala, Mike White, and everybody else in the locker room after the game? Yeah, Elijah Moore talked about how he was having a conversation with the ball recently <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and that the ball listened to him. He said, I know you're going to come back to me, and, and the ball did come back to him today. And we saw a very different Elijah Moore, a very happy Elijah Moore. It did not look like the guy who requested a trade a few, uh, really like a month ago. Um he just said he was grateful to be there and in a position to contribute to a winner. Thought it was telling when he was asked about the quarterback situation. Um, 
he basically said, I'm just looking for someone who's going to execute and, and get me the ball when I'm open. And, and Mike did his job today. So, uh, you know, still a little bit of a shot in Zach Wilson there, but an understandable shot. And, and I think he, his frustration is looking a whole lot more, um, understandable now even if he handled the situation terribly you can kind of see where he was coming from so if anything this is you know again doesn't change the way he handled the situation wasn't great but um again we shouldn't be judging 22 year olds forever by one situation being handled poorly uh, you know so that that is what it is and and like i said i think he's going to be really important garrett wilson talked uh, about his comments last week and how um you know, he didn't mean anything bad by him, but he but he understood that maybe he should have phrased some of the stuff differently, and there's some stuff he wouldn't mind having back. But he also said that that he felt like his comments were well received, and his comments came from a place where he didn't think they performed up to. I mean, they obviously didn't perform up to their standard in, in New England, and he wanted to hold himself accountable and hold the rest of the team accountable. So I think it's a big deal that Garrett Wilson comes out here and has a game high in receiving yards, a game high in catches, game high in touchdowns, backs it up on the field and and team seemed to respond to to the message that he had as well. So I think that's a big deal for the Jets moving forward. And and what you want to see out of Garrett Wilson in these last six games is um you know a guy who's making the leap from college to the pros, their season in college would be over right about now. Um you want to see him kind of building on what he's learned, not hitting a wall here. And I think today was a very good sign that, that he's building on what he's, he's learned. And he's obviously learned a lot on and off the field. Um, Mike White talked obviously and said he was just grateful to get the opportunity. He said he, he felt more comfortable than last year uh, just from the experience that he's had. And, and he said, you know, the game was similar to the Bengals game, but it felt different because he was throwing the ball downfield more. And it also felt different because the situation is different. Um, the Jets are in playoff contention. They're now seven and four. Um, and, you know, no one's going to be asking about taking Mike White out until he has a bad game or or the Jets lose. So um, the, it's a much more um, steady situation for him. It's still, you know, if he has a bad game against Minnesota, there's going to be a a lot on the table and the Jets will have some decisions to make, but um, I think he knows that in the back of his mind, but it, it, he, this guy seems like it's not too big for him. And I mean, we saw that last year and I thought it was interesting. He admitted that, you know, he was probably forcing it against the bills last year when he had four interceptions and had a terrible game that, that resulted in him getting benched. And um, it's going to be a huge test against the Vikings defense. That's, that's definitely vulnerable. Um, we saw the Patriots, move the ball on them a lot and, and Mac Jones and, and Mike White showed today that he can, you know, have a Mac Jones like game and, and do the same thing in Minnesota. So are we going to get the smart decisions or is he going to be um, leaning towards kind of forcing it, um, which we saw at times today too, but it worked out for him. Uh, Robert Sala talked about Mike White and said, we just needed Mike White to be Mike White. We didn't need him to be anything else. He said that he made easy look easy, which I think is, is, the story of the day for Mike White. Mm-hmm. Um, he did what he was supposed to do, and and that's what the Jets needed him to do. Um, and, and just a obviously a different vibe overall in the locker room from last week. You, you saw, um, you know, players were were happy. Obviously, that goes without saying after a win. But just the way that they embraced Mike White after this too, I think it's just you know telling. Um, I mean, 
when he did his post game interview with Fox, like four or five players came over and interrupted and uh, to celebrate with him. And uh, you could tell guys were happy for him and happy for the team to to have a quarterback in there who was executing. And and um, you know, I think it's it goes. This wasn't like in hindsight, this looks like an easy decision not to play Zach Wilson on Sunday against Chicago, but it wasn't an easy decision. It's a it's a loaded decision for this franchise and. Um, it's going to have an impact for not just the rest of this year, but potentially years to come. Um, but it, it, I think it shows that I, you know, I thought it was the right decision to bench Jack Wilson. And I think um, the way the players responded to Mike White today, both during the game and after the game, shows that 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 case. Andy, as of right now, the Jets would be the seven seed if the season were to end, and so they would be in the playoffs. The division winners at this moment, the Dolphins, the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Titans, the wild cards would be the Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals in addition to the Jets. So the Jets have to stay ahead of the two teams that are right behind them. The LA Chargers who won an exciting fourth quarter comeback fashion today and the Patriots who lost on Thursday night to the Minnesota Vikings. And remember, the Patriots have the tiebreaker over the Jets. So the Jets have to finish ahead of the Patriots. If it ends in a tie for that last playoff spot, it would go to the Patriots. So as of now, the Jets are the seventh seed. Mike White brought them back from last week where they would be out of the playoff picture between that and the Patriot loss on Thursday night. The Jets are back in at number seven, but as we know, still six games left to go and the Jets have a very tough schedule ahead. They've got four teams with winning records left to play. All of them are on the road, so this is not going to be easy, but Mike White played a pivotal role today in them winning a game that they desperately needed, and so for today, the Jets move to 7-4, and four, and they take the victory and positive momentum and move along to their road trip to Minnesota coming up next Sunday. Andy Vasquez covering the Jets for NJ.com. Thanks so much for coming on and talking about the Jets' victory over the Bears today at MetLife Stadium 31-10. Really appreciate it. We'll do it again next week for Minnesota. In the meantime, I know you're going to have a lot of stuff up. I'm sure plenty will be written about Mike White, but lots of other material too about the Jets. What do you got cooking over at NJ.com and how can people follow you on social media? Yeah, you can follow me on social media at Andy underscore Vasquez on Twitter or by Andy Vasquez, all one word on Instagram. Um, our great columnist Steve Flitty was at the game today, so he'll have a column on Mike White on Monday morning. Um, I've got something on Garrett Wilson taking a huge step forward as the leader and as a playmaker as as the Jets head into this critical stretch in the season. I'll have something on Elijah Moore and, and the impact that he made and, and can make moving forward. Um, we'll take a look at the Jets' playoff chances, and like you talked about, it's a tough road with the four playoff teams on the road, and then suddenly the, the home games aren't looking so easy with the Lions uh, you know, winning three out of four and, and taking the Bills down to the wire the other day, and the Jaguars had a great win today. Uh, over the the Ravens. So they're going to be dangerous as well on that Thursday before Christmas. Um, the Jets probably need to win three out of these last six games to get to the playoffs, get to 10 wins, I would I would imagine. So we're going to examine what their current odds are and, and the most important games moving forward. And, yeah, looking at Mike White and, and what he can do to build on this performance, uh, great performance against the Bears. Um, let's see how it looks against against the Vikings, like I've said before, but we'll take a look at um, kind of the challenge that faces him and what he needs to improve on and what he needs to keep doing that he did well.
Make sure you check out everything Andy's writing over at NJ.com. Follow him on social media. And check out everything we're doing over at PlayLikeAJet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. The Thunder from Down Under. Luke Grant has some awesome All-22 breakdowns up. So make sure you watch our videos and subscribe if you haven't already. YouTube.com slash PlayLikeAJet. Visit our store, TeePublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt. The Zach Says Go Long shirt. The Zach the Ripper shirt. The Play Like a Jet logo shirt. Caps mugs hoodies it's all there tpublic.com that's tee and be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on itunes if you haven't done that already easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing doesn't take you much time doesn't cost you any money but it goes a long way to help us out so if you could go ahead and do that for us we'd be quite grateful and for the latest and greatest new york jets podcasts and content you know where to go that's play like a jet digital and play like a jet.com Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.